through to this one. Yo. I think these things are just broken to be honest with you. This one's only gonna work on the left side as well. He's good to go once he sits down. He should be. He should be. Yo. Yo. Yeah, he is good to go. You're player one. You can hear, you can't hear yourself now, right? Uh, no. And now you can. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're player two. Yo yo yo. Yo. Good. Yo. I think we're good. Okay, hold up. So, tell me for one second. Um, I'm gonna keep turning you up and to like tell me, is, tell me, tell me when it's too much. Too much. I can't. Oh. The music doesn't change, but the music no. doesn't change at all. No. That just gets louder. Yeah, I think the voice just gets louder. Okay, so we're okay. So hold up. Too much. Yeah, too much. Where do you want it? I'm gonna keep going down. Oh, down, 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 down. Yeah, down, we're good. Down, right there. Yeah. Good, right there. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm down here. Now is the like how's the music relative to everything for you? It's though? faint. Faint. Okay, so let's try something. But um, I think the music just kind of cut itself, though. It's transitioning to the next song.
That's good. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, yo. Yeah. I'm good. We are good. Okay, so I'm set. You're set. We partying or what? RC will be joining us in just a little <laughs> bit. We're good to go here. All right, dog. Yo, lucky episode number seven. Let's do this. Is it seven? This is seven. What? Yeah. Okay. I, I got rid of the fucking Dewey Decimal System because, you know what? If I can't figure it out, nobody, <laughs> nobody listening. The millions and, and millions, millions. <laughs> of S&M 604's fans listening worldwide in your area. So we live? We are live, man. And we're going to wait. What time is it right now? It is five. Okay. RC's, RC's joining us. Join yeah. time. And then we'll be really <laughs> live. Fuck it. I'm going to start. Let's go. We're here. This is the Sports and More 604 episode number seven. Holy shit, man. We made it to seven episodes. We've done this seven times. Yeah. Holy crap. I think we still have zero listeners, but we'll get there. You know why? Because we haven't put any of this shit out into the into the universe yet. <laughs> no, we haven't yet. We, we haven't like put our shit out there yet. This is gonna be a World Cup heavy, heavy pod here, which I'm down for, by the way. It's totally cool. We have me. to. All the North American sports are done. Yeah. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. How did you get the bracket up on this thing? Um, like the real bracket. What do you mean? Like the groups? Like oh, the yeah. standings? Yeah. I'd go... I'd go... Uh, shit. Man, I don't know. ESPN just letting us down right now. Tables, tables. There you go. Tables. Boom. Okay, there we go. Just count on me. <laughs> there we go. So where are we at here? All right, KTC. What do you want to talk about first? Should we should we should we wait on uh, Mr. Raz Al Ghul, Mr. RC for the World Cup stuff? Yeah, we should. We should. He has. He's gonna have some insights right now. He his country's the only one that's playing out of the three of us. His country's the one that should be jumping off the fucking off the ceiling here. They did jump and they made yeah. an actual earthquake from jumping in Mexico. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They did. All right, well, let's save that. Let's let's maybe get into some sports and more uh, appetizers here before the main course. All right, let's think? go. All right, pick pick a topic. You want to talk some basketball? Let's go with the NBA. All right, NBA talk. So, I think we covered a lot of it last week, but there have been some developments. There's been some interesting juicy juicy news. Greg Popovich is leaving his comfy confines of San Antonio and flying to sunny San Diego to have a face-to-face personal meeting with one Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> it ain't going to do shit. Kawhi's <laughs> leaving. Apparently, the claw's gone. So apparently, um, apparently Kawhi was not the only one uh, there. So it sounds like Popovich went on his own and Kawhi had his whole fucking entourage just like hanging out there. <laughs> you, got it, you got it, man. He has to have his backup. Pop's can, a goat. Can you I can I can imagine Pop just like sitting down with like Kawhi Leonard and a bunch of I don't know, I, I don't know why I picture this, but just like ripped bodyguard looking dudes with Kawhi, <laughs> like just like a super bodyguard entourage with him and Pop just walking in and being like, like Y'all don't fucking scare me. Yeah, yeah you know suit. what I mean? No, not a suit. He probably walked in with like sweatpants and something and he's like, Who the fuck are y'all? <laughs> I came here for Kawhi. 
<laughs> Y'all sit down and shut up while I'm talking. I can picture Pop saying something like that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Pop pitches him. I think Kawhi, you know what? I think he's gone. No ifs, ands, or buts. I think he's done with that organization. 100% chance he's gone? Is that what you think? 99. 99, yeah. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. Like, I... I I give San Antonio. I, I think I told you this earlier today. I give San Antonio a greater than. Oh shit! You wanna grab that? Oh hold shit! Up, hold up. shit. <laughs> we got the RC. There's no way that's locked. It is locked. It locks automatically. Yo, RC Buford is in the house, Mr. Raz Al Ghul. Yo, we, I might even. We might even just hit the reset on this, man. We got. We got enough time. Well, let's just finish off real quick. Let's just finish off what we had going in real quick. Well, hold on, no, no, we'll bring him in. We'll bring him in. I want to bring him in for that. Okay, okay. Well, back to what you were saying though. Um, with Kawhi. Yeah, I'm telling. Okay, so I told, I, like, I told you earlier, I give San Antonio a greater than zero chance, but I don't give them much greater than zero. Like maybe one. Yeah. <laughs> one percent. No, okay. In all realistic, okay, seriousness, I give San Antonio. The odds of Kawhi Leonard being on the San Antonio roster opening night this coming year, I would say are... 1 in 100. I'm going to go 15%. Ah, that's too much, man. 15%. I think, I think he's gone. I'm going to say 1 in 100. 1%. You give San Antonio a 1% chance. 1%. I think the 1%. Clippers has a higher chance than San Antonio. You're a generous man. 1%. I yeah. give him 15. Okay. I'll give him 15. Then that's what <laughs> if I'm generous, what does that make you then? I'm, it's called sarcasm. Podcast. 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 One hundred one. Hold audience, up. Audience from the let's, boy, Raul, let's, let's, let's make our, let's make sure RC is all wired in and ready to go. Um, you check. Here, hit the hit the Reaper. The what? Uh, okay. Hit so hit this hit this button right here. Yo, Boom. Yo, yo, am I in? Am I, yeah, I hear you. I think I, think I hear I you. Think. Wait, Hold we up. would see him on this then. I'm gonna turn you up on blast, yo. Yo, guys. There's oh, no RC, RC is in this. No chance. I love San Antonio. <laughs> I love Popovich. But I heard he sat down with him and Kawhi was like, dog, I'm yeah, an yeah. Audi. It's good to see you, dog. Good to see you, boys. In the house, <laughs> 604, full house once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all my all my fans. Shout out to all the 604 ADX. Is that how we're calling them? I don't, I, we'll come up with something better. 604, we'll yeah. find one for them. We'll find one for you guys. Yeah, we'll call, we'll call them some. Hey, yo. How's your week? Oh man, so far it's been just World Cup mode for me, boys. I yeah, wake yeah. up at 3 a.m. start watching the matches. So I told, um, <laughs> are you really waking up that early? I mean, don't lie to me. Like I wake up and I'll start watching it and then I'll fall asleep and then I'll kind of wake up again and like it's in and out, in and out of sleep just watching. It's, so far it's been really shitty matchups. Yeah, yeah. Except for you know one in a few, and of course we gotta go in deep here about my my. Topic Your of the country week. Man, so man. so hang on the before, Mexican victory, before you man. before you get started with this this whole like arriba arriba okay so I my mom and dad came into town nice. for the day on Sunday okay and we went for brunch mm-hmm. um no sorry hold up it was early so I remember I remember leaving brunch all right and it was like fucking noon or some shit and this is like couple hours after the game was done and there are just throngs of green clad Mexicans just shouting and chanting in Spanish at the top of their lungs and this is like hours after the game was done yep 
And it was, dude, it was crazy. I was looking for you and Santi in one of those crowds. Like, there was just groups all over downtown just walking around. Santi was in the, one of them for sure. Santi was in one of them for sure, yeah. I heard so Santi had to bitch slap somebody on the street. He did. He yeah, did. I heard. So, yeah. wait, wait, whoa. Santi slapped a dude on the street? <laughs> he straight up just gave a bitch slap for a bitch on the street. Some Donald Trump supporters started to, no like, way. you know, give Santiago, uh, you know, his two cents about how Mexicans are this and that and this and that. And I, Pathetic. Santi just slapped him. So you shut your mouth when you're speaking about Mexicans, man. And I'm wow. glad he did. Hey, if that guy's listening out there, you're pathetic, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, the, okay, so the World Cup, FIFA World Cup Russia started first round. Everybody's played so far. The absolute best game in the tournament. I don't give a fuck what nationality you are. <laughs> The defending reigning champion. Everybody in Europe shakes their legs when they talk about Deutschland, yeah? <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> they were dancing. They were dancing, man. The, the big shepherd choked on the jalapeno of the chihuahua. That's what happened. So, 1-0, Chucky Lozano. Dude, what about that defensive effort you guys put in on that second? Second half, eh? The second half. It was painful. It was painful. Anchoring the defense, Rafael Marquez. You see him playing his fifth World Cup. His fifth World Cup, right? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Is that the goalie? He is. No, he's a forward, right? He's a defending center field or, you know, a defensive. I always forget the goalie's name, but that guy is my hero. Ochoa. Yeah. Ochoa, man. That guy is insane. So he he has had a hell of a of a run since last World Cup. Oh yeah. When he played Brazil and now playing Germany, oh my God, he's just a wall. No, so get this: Mexico City Institute of Seismography. So the people that basically research and um, measure any kind of earthquakes. And yeah. So they detected. They detected yeah, an yeah, earthquake, the earthquake thing, right? in Mexico City. But it, your homies in Mexico brought the house of pain and they were jumping. Dude, yeah, they jumped. So many Mexicans jumped that for a second there, they confused it with a fucking <laughs> earthquake, man. But you know what? They deserve it because that's the first time something like that happened. You know, it it's is. the first time you guys you made a to, European You may have team. to snug up real close to us a little bit, bro. It is the best result Mexico's ever had. Hey, can you can you hear in, in the World Cup? Hear, so you, you so you're you're you guys are looking really good in the standings right now. Yeah. I'm I was telling Dan earlier how before before the show started that you guys almost have the group wrapped. Like some freak accident now has to happen for you guys to not win the group. Yeah. Yeah. Basically they just got the most points possible against the most difficult yes. rival of the group. So now you got South Korea who's coming off a loss. They're in desperation mode. I wish South Korea wasn't coming in in desperation mode. But hey, that's what you know. That's what these tournaments are all about. Mm-hmm. Everyone's desperate at this Ev- time. Everyone is desperate in that second leg because they don't want to come into the third either eliminated or to play their, you know, their advancement. So, hey, yo. yeah. How's your volume? Up or down? You good? Perfect. Perfect. You got oh. South Korea. We all get Sweden more live in here. Playing Germany. Huh? Oh yeah, we're gonna get yeah yeah. I got something for you too. So yeah, basically topic of the week for me: that Mexican win one zero. Holy shit. <laughs> Unreal. You gonna give a shout out to your homies back in Mexico right now? Big shout out, Viva Mexico, cabrones. Hey, you know we'll we'll do some tidbits at the end, but we we talked a little bit Kawhi. Let's just get into full fucking blown World Cup mode right now. I'm down. We have to. I'm down. By group, we got 
Hey, we can do whatever you want, man. We've been waiting on RC since since two episodes ago, so we we didn't touch on too much World Cup stuff last time, did we? No, we didn't. Yeah, we, we really didn't. We talked. We, we to, had to wrap up all the finals in the yeah. NBA, the NHL. Did you but did you listen to the last pod? Oh, buddy, it was magnifico. Like it was the best pod yet. Like <laughs> sound quality was good. Our millions and millions of fans were just impressed. The millions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on. I think we're honestly like I'm getting ready to. I want to put this out now. Like we're close to. We're close to having a finished product here. Nice. Well, yeah. as, soon as, as soon as it's good to go. Wait till you hear this status. one tonight. Like I've got, so I've got the sound down. I've got the like, I've got it all figured out now. So I actually look like I kind of sort of know what I'm fucking doing. Nice. Yeah. That sound tech D being in the hood. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, when's the next game? When's when does Mexico play South Korea? Saturday. Saturday. Eight a.m. Pacific Time. Man, you're just getting all the Saturday love, hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so weekend. I'll get up for that one. I'll wake up for that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll definitely wake up. I'll set my alarm for that one. So so a win a win against South America and even like a tie against Sweden pretty much has South Korea. Yes. We'll have so, you in per- first place then. Yeah, if, if they beat South Korea, then they're completely guaranteed the pass. If they tie with South Korea, well, no, it all they, depends they, on they what wouldn't, Sweden does. But. They wouldn't be guaranteed because if they... If they win and then lose one, and Germany wins out, then they could then they could get it on goal differential, right? Well, yeah, I guess you know. It, it, I was speaking more about passing to the next round. Than oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they're standing, then then they're right? definitely yeah. Then they're definitely in hundred percent. They win. The, they're in. They tie. They depend. Yeah. Um, if they if they win the next they one, they want to win because if you're Mexico, you do not want to face Brazil. But then again. No. No. Out of nowhere, Serbia is actually the first place of that group. Playing really well. For now. So They haven't exactly had a tough schedule, though. Yeah, now Serbia's up against Brazil, and then Costa Rica is up against Brazil. I think Brazil's going to come up first, so it's it's I think Mexico to just get a strong score. Yeah. Now, th- now here's the thing, right? Like I think KTC is right. So if, if Mexico gets a, another win and a draw it, I, uh, in whatever order, they're guaranteed to win the group. First place, yeah. That's it's, it's a very good shot. It's a very good That's shot. A, yeah, and no, that means, they're gonna, that means they're going to play like Serbia, Switzerland, or Costa Rica, all winnable games. Like okay, so on 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 paper, Mexico has a better squad than both South Korea and Sweden, right? Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So on paper, like <laughs> shit, man. Raul's dreaming like it's yeah, just, in it's the one semifinals of those right where, now. Like you can't, you know, y- your mouth is writing checks, right? And you just see yourself because you get just seduced <laughs> by that air of invincibility that comes from beating the champs right yeah so you beat the champs and that's now is when that victory could potentially cost you the most because it's all that ego it's all that confidence you don't want them to celebrate too early they haven't won they haven't won anything yet i do not want them celebrating sweet fuck all guys yeah you don't want to have like a hangover before the second game of the fucking the round robin rounds you know exactly exactly <laughs> no i mean i'm i'm saying go and hit korea with a 2-0 ktc just loves blowing that smoke right into the mic hey just so everyone knows what's going on in here 2-0 south korea and then i need sweden to to just, to just like to fold <clears throat> yeah to like pussy the fuck up like i don't need no like take a red t- into the field take the like, third fastest red card in world cup history just go down to 10 uh, men man, and just listen, lose you know game. what south korea is gonna be so pumped up by what japan just did that they're gonna think they can do it too they want to be the next you know <laughs> fucking asian team to take down a central or south american team i know mexico is technically north north america but i mean let's get real right 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll have no, Latin, Latin America, North America. Whatever. That Columbia thing was, you know, a little bit blown out in the sense, I mean, they red carded in like the third or fourth fucking minute. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that Japan still had a had a walk to win that game, but I mean, shit. If you you're know. Columbia, you would have rather taken that goal than taking the goal and the red card. 100%. Because then you just push, put yourself into a corner, and they're a good squad. Like, what? Okay, can, can you hit me up with. Okay, Senegal, Poland, Colombia, and Japan. Did Colombia still might pass? Senegal well, I, is strong. You mean, you mean pass as in get into the 16? Yeah. Oh, I think they are for sure. I think they are for sure. I don't, I don't, see, I don't see Senegal beating Colombia. All right, so let's hit up our 604 squad with a group by group. Let's do this. Analysis. There's been effectively one round per group that has played. Yep. We're going to say. Oh, smart, smart. We're going to break it up here. I'm going to ask my boys two questions, two approach. Number one is who has been the best and the worst of that group? And number two. Which two teams make it? I like Perfect. it. I like it. All right. So we're going to start it off, cap it up with Group A. That includes, just to refresh everybody, know what's going down. Group A of the FIFA World Cup has the Russia Federation <laughs> at the number one. Number two team, you got Uruguay from South America. Number three, Egypt. And number four, Saudi Arabia. Habibi, Habibi, wala haba. So you tell me, D. Bing, number one question: Who's been the best showcase? Who's been the worst showcase of this group? So this and is two, who you see making it through. So this is the easiest group uh, to to kind of project out for so far. One because this is one of the few groups that has two games out of the three deep already in the round robin, and and two because two of them are two and zero, oh and two of them are zero oh and two. So, I mean, like really quickly, the worst group I think is clearly Saudi Arabia. I mean, I think we, I think they they might be one of the weakest squads in 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 the whole tournament right now in the world. And you know, and fair enough. I mean, good for them for making it. Um, best best squad in in the group. I would say that Russia has looked the most impressive so far, but just with the the pedigree that Uruguay carries carries on paper, I I still got to consider them the best of the group. And um, I'm not sure who's gonna win. I, I think. I think that on goal differential, Russia's probably going to win this group because of they've stomped the first two games. But I, I, I think, you know, in terms of who I think advances farther, I think I think Uruguay goes the farthest out of this group. KTC, you got much to add on this one? It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I, I really like Russia. <laughs> what Russia's doing right now. They've scored the most goals in the tournament right now. And you know what was an interesting fact with what they're doing right now? Every host team that has scored five or more goals in the World Cup has gone on to win the World Cup. Damn. I'm not yeah. going to say that Russia's going to do like, that. In a game, you mean? No. So uh, so the host country, in the first two games that scores five goals or more, they've gone in to win the World Cup each time. Russia's at seven goals, six goals. Yep. Oh, hold on. Say, say that one more time. Sorry. Okay, so the host country. Yeah, so yeah. Russia's the host right now. Yeah, yeah. In the first two games, if they score five or more goals. Total. Total. Yeah, they've gone to win the World they Cup. They scored five France, in the first game alone. Exactly. France yeah. has done it. Brazil has done it. Germany's done it. Wow. So Russia can join some elite squad here coming that's up in this some, tournament. That's some elite company. That's some pretty. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. So I think that group's pretty straightforward. It's also a super um, weird stat. I absolutely agree with Dan. I see Uruguay coming up ahead, just because the match between Russia and Uruguay is still to come. 
Kinton, who do you see coming out ahead? I have Russia number one, and I and I have Uruguay number two. There you you think you think Russia advances further than than Uruguay? Hey, with Suarez and Cavani like both playing really well. Yes, I will, because I think Uruguay is going to play Spain, and uh, Russia is going to beat Portugal. Oh, okay. See, I haven't seen, but I haven't seen the bracket. That actually makes a very good make make a very good point. Yeah, make yeah. a very very good point. And now we're going to jump into Group <coughs> B. Group B is this is a fun group loaded with flavor. You got number one, España, ole. Number two, you got Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano. Number three, Cristiano. you got Iran, who are just happy to fucking be here, man. Iranian fans, shout out to all our Iranian fans. Hey, th- four, Iran's got points on the board, so shout out for that. Yep. Well done there. And number yeah. four. Morocco, Morocco. You know, one of those just Wakanda. Happy to be there, Morocco. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't there. Senegal be like be like more like Wakanda than Morocco is? I don't know. Damn, that's yeah. I think they would be. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take Senegal to be the the Wakandan like carrying the Wakandan flag. Wakanda All right, you guys are back to being Morocco then. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right see so what this what, group, what I'm you got. Break it down for you guys. The absolute <laughs> best football played by this group has to be from Spain. They're pretty much the only squad of the four that has what you would call a conventional defense, midfield, striker, chemistry. The most complete mm-hmm. team. They're they are the complete most team. complete team, and they're putting it forward. Spain is playing beautifully. Now, the best player in this group has got one fucking name, and that's Christian Ronaldo. <laughs> Who has a case of being the best player in the tournament that right now. That guy is on fire, man. What a professional, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is, he is a professional. Like he's yeah. a professional scorer. He has more goals than half these countries right now in the yeah. World Cup. Bad ball, good ball, score, score them all. Hundred percent. Shitty pass, he scores. Uh, foul, he dives. He gets penalty. You know what? He is on. He is looking for the opportunity all game. Tell me if you agree with this. You know, at least from what I've seen, Ronaldo kind of has that very um, LeBron vibe about him. That he he's he's taking a team. I mean, they're good, really good players on Portugal. Don't get me wrong, but he's taking a team where he is clearly putting them on his back and carrying them to to all kinds of success. You know, to me, he strikes me as like the LeBron of of, of world football these days. Whereas his counterpart, in this case, Messi, is is more of like a you know maybe like a Kevin Durant type. You know, like if if, if I'm kind of comparing it to today's NBA, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. What do you got to say about that? <laughs> what do you think? We're going to both take turns on how to Oh, count man, I hate the cross-sports uh, comparisons. But, yeah, I, I do agree. CR7 right now in the last two years has has become the best player in the world right now. Um, he oh, yeah, is, he's making a great He game. single-handedly tied <laughs> Spain. He literally sit by himself tied Spain in the first in the first game. Yep. He he did it again just today by himself, yep. and they, they, the team just locked it down and predicted his goal. He, yeah, I mean, he really? I th- in many ways he's doing greater than LeBron in in his own respective sports. Very true. He's um, a champion of the Champions League. He's just not yeah. a champion of the Liga. And he's he been puts, winning a lot. He put Portugal in the tournament, so it's kind of what like what LeBron did for Cleveland. Uh, I would compare him. You know, this, I'm gonna take what you put down. I'm gonna just gonna flip it a little bit and say he's about like the Russell Westbrook of of soccer. Ronaldo, because he is athletic, mm. like a motherfucker. Does it all. And he puts points up on the board, mm. like triple doubles. Ronaldo walks out. It's like we got a tie. I scored three goals. That's cool, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. How can you fucking tie? You scored three goals. 
That's he's the only one. He's doing it all yeah. every night. Okay. Well, so I, I see this group just to wrap it up. I see Spain coming up on top, Portugal close second, and the best football, Spain, the best individual effort, Portugal, the worst, Morocco. See you next tournament, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, I, I I see Spain winning this group just because I think they have a greater chance of coming out against. Um, is it they got to play Morocco or Iran? They played so, Iran. Okay, so I, I I see them having a better shot at coming out of that game with Iran with a win versus Portugal coming out of their last game of the round robin with with a win. I th- I could see easily Portugal having a draw, you know, and and anyway, it could easily be that. But goal differential is exact same, so Portugal has a really really good shot to win this group. Oh, yeah. They got to be really happy about where they are right now. Like they got to be talk- thinking to themselves. We're we're in a good spot. Hell yeah! Yeah, like, you know they. This is as good as you have could have hoped for to be be in in terms of your position with one game left in the round robin. Like they could really take advantage of good seating here if they play the next game the right way. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the the nod to Spain uh, in a really close edge to to win the group. As far as who I think is the best team, I I still do think it's Spain. They're surrounded with more. I don't know controversy than I guess Portugal would be so Portugal's had a lot of recent success which is good their team knows how to come together and win even though you know it's Ronaldo and everybody else they still know how to fall in line right so that that's really important I could see Portugal going really far but I'll give the edge to Spain to go a little bit further Um, you know what I don't know I mean I would have thought that Iran would have been the worst you know group in here so far but Fuck it, they gotta win. They gotta win. You know, so I mean, hey, who knows? They did their thing. They did their thing. I, Man, yeah. Do you guys know what happened with Spain's coach? Do you hear about that scandal? Well, all all that I heard was he was fired the day before the tournament started. That's that is the very short version, and I, I won't tell spice me, it up too much. Tell me the much, very long version. But I'll just give you. I'll give you enough that you get the colors. So basically, and hey, we got an hour left of the pod. We're um, good. The coach, the former Spanish coach, was sought by Real Madrid mm-hmm. now if you know anything about Real Madrid heading into the World Cup is they are the biggest spender they're the big fat fish sitting on the sidelines wa- waiting to just bust their load on the next World Cup <laughs> star the next World Cup star yeah. they are just there with a checkbook waiting to see just what's ready. up yeah. and they couldn't hold it in and they announced that the Spanish coach was just booked by Real Madrid to be Real Madrid coach. Yeah, and of Re- course replacing who? Um, um uh, Zidane. Zidane, Zinedine right? Zidane. Yeah, that's right. Who won? So Zinedine. Interesting. <coughs> regardless of Real Madrid's prior po- coach. Yeah, whatever. The timing of the announcement, one day before <laughs> the World Cup starts, to announce that they just hired the coach of the national team so to the scout Spanish, yeah to pretty much scout Spanish Federation was like you know what this insults us because we, we you know we are legit contenders for this fucking title and we don't want you know our head coach to be thinking about what other well, what other players in the in the tournament he can scout and shit when he should be motivating and leading this and, team and not just that but also a slip that you know what this fucking shit is fixed as hell yeah <laughs> right hell yeah. they well, want Real Madrid to be winning right now yeah. the lo- entire world wants Real Madrid to be winning right now here's my question though I mean this was obviously agreed to before the World Cup started. Yep. You know, the coach knew about this before, you know, 24 yep. hours leading up to the tournament. He just so had to keep his mouth shut. Yep. 
here's the thing though Real Madrid is really the one in control of how this message gets out yeah. right the the coach has no say he's agreed to a job he's taking care of his business yeah but the coach just let it out and now Real's like no no did, didn't no, Real, exactly. so Real the Madrid let it out is that Real Madrid let it out oh so um, of course when these negotiations happen it is very customary that, I, that I can guarantee disclosures all yeah, over the place so just locked down uh, what we saw in this case was a case where Real Madrid just was too... Just, just a bunch of jerks. Just a bunch of jerks. Like, they are the team of the world, Real Madrid. They're the money team. What's the coach's name, the, the new coach? What's his name? Spain coach. You're putting me in the tight spot. Oh, the new one is Fernando Hierro, who was a Real Madrid defender, epic uh, Hall of Famer for Spain, Hall of Famer for Real Madrid, Fernando Hierro, defensive back. So here's the thing about Hierro is I, I, I can almost guarantee that in his mind, He's probably thinking, I'm going to go on this magical World Cup run. I might win the fucking thing, and then I'm going to... Take all the best player. Yeah, and no, no. I'm going to, in all this glory, when all this praise is being thrown my way, I'm going to say, you know what? I've got my World Cup. I'm stepping down from the national squad to let another Spanish coach take the mantle, and I'm going to go with Real Madrid. Yeah, you know and I mean? he'll so, take the best player with him. That, that's what he, probably he had in his mind. And then, you know, 24 hours before, his new employer just says, uh-uh, we want some spotlight. So I, I don't know I don't know how that – that probably <laughs> made the coach feel some type of way. So I'm yeah. not sure what Real Madrid's sort of – what their angle was. I don't know how this benefits them to say it before the World Cup. I think it was just it, a slip. It, no, it, it's because, just a slip? It was just uh, a slip. No, I, I think it was a posturing exercise. I think Real Madrid wanted to posture themselves up and say – um, look, you guys might not want to play here because Sidan is on his way out. Well, well he's gone what? already. Yeah, he's fucking out. And not only that, but we just we just took a contender World Cup coach who brought Spain laughing qualifying in. Now we tied him up. So when we go after you yeah. in the World Cup, we have Julian Lopetegui. That's the name of the coach. Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyway, that's the little drama that Spain is in. They're fucking lucky in, in a way that they made it past the group so easily. They will get a star too. And and Real Madrid will get a star. Okay, let's... let's they already got well, stars, you, mean, you mean Spain will get a star yeah. for a tournament? Well, no, no, no. Spain They're will contender. be Spain. Real They're Madrid contender. is going to find their star player. Oh, yeah. Let's actually dig deeper into this. Who do you think is Real Madrid's next star player? Well, 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 hang on a second here. What, is, is Ronaldo like guaranteed to leave? No, no, no. no. He, who's going to play with him? Oh, I see what you're saying. Who's, he who's might leave, ah, but he might not. I don't think he's gonna leave. Nobody. He's the star of the tournament. He's a star of a tournament. He's <laughs> star of the world right now. So whoever's gonna buy him is gonna have to. Well, what do you guys think about that? That we can maybe talk about this in the next group thing when we talk about Brazil. But what are the chances of Neymar actually going to the U.S.? Some people are saying that. No, no chance. I think he's no. way too young and way too good yeah. still. No chance. Yeah, I, exactly. I think he has a way higher chance yeah. to go to Real. He, no, he will 100% go to the United oh, he'll States. Oh, he'll go to MLS. Ten years in, from now. In, in ten years from five years from now. Yeah. Six yeah. years from now. More but yeah, not, not anytime soon. He's only 25. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he, like five years minimum. But he, he's going to be one of the best players in the world for a few years here. Right, and he so might be the best once uh, CR7 and Messi goes out. 100. I think he he's. I think best. he is the clear cut, like next guy to kind of take that take that title. Right, so it's gonna be interesting, man. I don't know why Spain would have done it like like that. It throws them into a little bit of controversy. I mean, yeah. how can you bring in a new coach the day before the tournament when all your strategies, all your X's and O's are in place? No, he worked. Uh, he was a uh, you know like a support coach. He was in the support staff. So oh, yeah, was no okay, so it's, it's to internal. The it's an internal hire. It's an internal okay, hire. So that's, no, okay, so that's okay. He's no stranger to the. Process. It was a, a very um, clear message. I think the Spanish Federation wanted to send out, which is 
we will not put the hopes of an aspiring mm. squad or an institution here in a in a coach who has secured his future to the point where you could question his commitment so right. step up put Yero in charge let's go forward right. that's the anyway to our 604 listeners and for the board here that's a little bit more of the spice I like that. That, that's, that was a good little deep dive I enjoyed All that alright so we're gonna jump now into group C of the World Cup that includes Allons à France <laughs> La France number two Denmark <laughs> number three mate you got from the down under, you got Australia, mate. And number four, Kepewe, oh, you got Peru. Kepewe, a pescado. Yeah. I'm so happy that we have all of these impressions on wax now. You know, <laughs> like, that makes me so happy. KTC, be, be the leadoff hitter for this one, man. Oh, I have France winning the World Cup in this tournament. They're my a favorite A lot of group. people are picking France to win the whole thing. Yeah, in my opinion, I think they're a really good team. Um, Griezmann, my boy, yeah. I think he's gonna have a big tournament. The guy's clutch, and once he gets to the um, the final rounds, he's gonna show up. I have Denmark coming second. I kind of mm-hmm. hope Australia comes second, but you know what? The Danish are pretty good. They're decent. The they're Danish good game. enough to get to the second round. But go France, baby. The Socceroos and Peru, you have off the cliff, eh? Who's the oh, wor- yeah, who, who's, the, who's the worst team in this group? Peru. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would say I would say Australia. Really? I yeah. think Peru is the worst. I guess we'll find it when they play each other. So the best football from this team, this uh, group, just, again, just one, just one match has been played so far. I've seen the best football um, probably from Denmark and Peru. I thought they had a very nice contended first match. France had a bad had game. A bad game against Aussie. They got bailed out by a video. Yeah. yeah. The, the video review bailed them out. So, D-Bing, who do you have coming out and who have you seen show the best? This is, this is an interesting one. I mean, well, and look, France is clear-cut the best team out of this group. In, in my mind, they're clearly going to win the group. I think they're going to use that little bit of a uh, that first game as a little bit of a wake-up call and i think they're going to remind themselves that they are one of the best teams in the world and i i I really think they're going to dominate denmark and peru so i see them coming out of the group easily uh yeah probably the danes to to take second place and and get into the knockout rounds peru i like their squad man like i think they they've not really come out of nowhere but on on a world cup stage they've kind of come out of nowhere like they they haven't been in the tournament for a while right 34 years yeah something like a long long time so great and they've got they've got a good team they've got a really good team and, and and you know what i Something about South American teams, they, they always show out well in the early rounds of the World Cup. You're not always, uh, there's always a lot of disappointment in, in a lot of cases, but but they always show out well in the, in the knockout rounds. So yeah. I could easily, you know, see them kind of stealing some points here and sneaking past Denmark and getting in. Australia, yeah, obviously is kind of taking up the rear in this group, but it's going to be an interesting finish between Peru and Denmark. I think France clearly... You know, is going to take this one, but it'll be interesting to see who kind of gets to stay alive and play another day out of those two other teams. Yeah, I won't. I wouldn't change much from what you two cats have broken down. I see France coming out, and I want to see Peru surprise the world and come in yeah, second. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But the best, you know, the best so far, Denmark. They, they have a team. So. You know what? Like props to Denmark though, because like yeah. that, I did watch that game, and, and they were playing exciting football. Yeah. Like yeah. they were really playing well. That's that'll wrap up There's Group that? C. Okay. Now we're gonna move on to our Group D, which includes Croatia, 
Iceland, Argentina, boludo, and Nigeria. Oh, Nigeria is Wakanda. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, right Nigeria now? is yeah. Wakanda. Nigeria is definitely <laughs> Wakanda forever. All right, man. So in this group, I'm gonna take the kick, lead kick here right now. Kick this one off. Um, shocking the world, I think. Everybody was waiting for the counter to Ronaldo. So Ronaldo scored three, but he only tied. Let's see what the Messiah <laughs> has been sent to this earth to greet us with. And the weight of the Albi Celeste, the weight of the, of the white and blue, um, proves to be a little bit too much to Lionel Messi still. You know, 11 is, shots, zero gold, man. He is, in my opinion, the best footballer that... It, Ever played? That ever played, and he's the best, which is currently active. He's not having his best seasons in Barcelona. He's not having bad seasons either. And this tournament, he had already actually quit um, national squad football, but decided to give it another shot, qualified Argentina for the tournament, and drew 1-1 against Iceland while missing a penalty kick in the first round of this World Cup. What Come the on, fuck? man! <laughs> you can't miss it. Yeah, it's tough. Seriously. You even had free kicks at the end of a game, and you missed that too, man. So the best football from this from this uh, group that I've seen so far, you know, I'm gonna give Iceland the nod for locking down an, an Argentina that didn't really propose much. Who do I see coming up ahead? I want to say Argentina is gonna still take this group. They are the superior squad, and I see Iceland giving shocking the world in second place. If not, Croatia is gonna is gonna pass. Nice. So, so, so Argentina is going through for sure. Argentina is going through for yeah. sure. I have unwavering confidence that Lionel Messi is gonna come back. KTC, what you got? I have Croatia win a group now after seeing the first <laughs> games of of the entire group. Right now, they're. I don't know. I don't think Argentina is winning that group. I think they will come second in it. Um, Iceland's going to be out and uh, Wakanda's going to be out. <laughs> Argentina, they'll they'll find they'll figure it out. I'm not worried about Argentina right now. They're not going to get upset again. They're not going to lose a game moving forward. But they're going to have to figure it out. But I think Croatia in that Argentina game is going to end up as a tie, and that will decide the um, that group. And I have Croatia coming on top. This this group has potential to be one of, you know, kind of the most exciting finishes when the third game is played because yeah. you've got three teams that legitimately think they should be going through now. You know, I mean, yeah. So participation ribbon to Wakanda. I mean, I'm glad Nigeria is here. They were here last World Cup, so good for them. But Croatia, that's a big three points, man. That's a big, big three yeah. points. You know what I mean? Because now you're going to leave... Argentina to go scrap it out with a Croatian squad that could easily get a, get a, get a point yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? At, at the very least, so that's that's gonna be interesting, man. I, I I'm gonna have to have some faith in Messi as well, and you know say that he kind of gets them on the board, probably gets them a W. They'll take second, um, but they could easily get knocked out of this thing if, if if Iceland has a good game against against Nigeria, for example, and takes three. That puts a lot of pressure on an Argentinian squad, so I'm, I'm excited to see how it's going to go. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Argentina, Croatia get through. Um, 
Argentina, if they kind of get their act together, probably could still go further in the tournament. But depending on who they would draw in that knockout round by taking second, because they're not going to win the group, that might hurt them. They might be kind of shooting themselves in the foot already. Um, real quick, though, I want to I deep dive on something else here before we move into uh, the second half of our groups here. How old is Messi? 31. 31? And how old is Ronaldo? 33. Okay. Ronaldo's been getting better with age. Exactly. I was going to say, isn't it kind of amazing how... The Tom Brady effect, man. Ronaldo has has sort of asserted himself as at least Messi's equal, if not the best player in the world right now. And he's, you know, he's just getting older. It's crazy. Though Those two are battling for first and second of all time in the game so right this, now. So this is the deep dive that I wanted to ask you guys. So Messi and Ronaldo, are we looking at the two best players of all time right now? Like, is this, and I know, I know KTC, you disagree with this, but is this the equivalent of Federer versus Nadal? Like, we're seeing two of the best to ever do it on top of their games right now. And they're both going to kind of grow old together and still keep dominating? Well, the same... The same reference would be Nadal against Agassi, but yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, it I, was, is. I was gonna put it, it is. These are these are these are hands down two of the best players right now, well, wait, minus wait, wait, the wait. success that they've had, but the 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 skills that they've put into the game, it hasn't been seen. And you know what? The game right now is lucky to have two of them at the same time. Pa- pause for one second, though. Did you say Nadal and Agassi? As in, you oh, put... Oh, I meant Federer and oh, okay, Agassi. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, not Nadal. Continue. <laughs> but right. these two right now, yeah, I think they're battling for one and two, and they're they're ahead of anyone who's, who's played this game right now. Yeah. I think Cristiano Ronaldo today has enough arguments to say he is in top form. He's a top scorer. He's a decider. You know, he, he makes the difference in matches. I don't think today there's anybody you'd rather play with and anybody you would love not to play against. So this gets into the meat of my of my question and um, my kind of thought process. But so sorry, just, just before, before on opposed to Lionel Messi, who has, without a doubt, established himself, he is fighting to be the best player in history. Right. But today, in this current form, Ronaldo, you know, like the current Messi and current Ronaldo, you know, I think Ronaldo has an edge in Mm -hmm. terms of form. Mm -hmm. But on what he has displayed throughout his career and what he's capable of doing, there's a there's a thing that Messi does with his left leg that nobody can do. Cristiano can't do it with his head, his right, his left. No. Messi's left leg. The Messiah. He's the Messiah. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Is Ronaldo number two chasing him of all time? Of all time. In your no. opinion? No. Okay. So so you you don't have Ronaldo as... You don't have Ronaldo and Messi as the top two players of all time. You Not like, Ronaldo, because but I, I think after uh, Messi comes uh, Diego Armando Maradona, mm-hmm. or, t- or first and then Messi. You know, they're fighting for the best one. And after that, you have Pelé. You have Jonathan, uh, Johan Cruyff, mm. you have Beckenbauer, and yeah, you have Ronaldo. Okay. Ronald- and the other Ronaldo. Yeah. The other and the Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, those guys are... Ro- Ronaldinho is my all-time favorite player but, in soccer. But they're not yeah. in that conversation. But I, I gotta say, Cristiano Ronaldo has surpassed Ronaldinho. He has surpassed him, yeah. And, but you know what? How about Zinedine Zidane? 
Zinedine Zidane won a World Cup and almost won a second one. Until he headbutted Old. a guy. Old. Yeah, then he the, headbutted the, some the headbutt thing kind of stain, <laughs> stains it for me. Yeah. No, know, that like doesn't stain his legacy, but it's fine to not bring a, Not up. as a player, but as, I, a, as a career as a whole. I think Cristiano in the last two years just sprinted and made up for a lot of times, a lot of years that... He hasn't done anything. And me personally, I'm not a fan of Cristiano hey, Ronaldo, win- winning the but Euro I have to give him his props right now. Winning the Euro Cup is no small feat either. The team won it without him. He got injured. Yeah, fair enough, but he carried them to that final. He has won, yes. But I'm, they don't I'm get, talking about They don't about get to that final without without Ronaldo. For sure, for sure. But his, his, his success right now, what he's doing with the club teams right now, has skyrocketed his stocks up, 100%. especially in the last two years. Especially in the it's, last it's, two years. It's an interesting argument because, you know, a lot of people kind of feel like we're looking at Messi and Ronaldo as those one two all time right and there are a sizable amount of people that put Ronaldo kind of on the edge of that of that argument but those people by kind of process of elimination here you're in effect saying that Ronaldo is the greatest player of all time he's up there but I'm not sure if you can I'm not sure if you well can I'll that. tell you what if we see one of them lift the world cup that guy's the goat that that yeah. If we see either Messi or CR7 to lift the World Cup in three weeks, that's the goat. No question. Ronaldo looks amazing the last few years. I would say last couple of years he has been the best player in the world. You know, in terms of overall just genius, I I love the way they both play. He like Ronaldo plays with this kind of this force. You know what I mean? Like this ferocity. Like you were mentioning, like a Westbrook. He comes at you and he's a beast, right? Messi is. He's the maestro. So they, they, they don't they don't call him that for no reason. Like yep. he he, it's almost like he's. I don't even want to say dancing. He's just kind of like he's, he's just like slipping through you. You know what I mean? He's like water. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's amazing the way that their their styles are different. But it'll be a fun argument to see how that. And, and you know what? Maybe just maybe these guys are both am, uh, amazing enough to to play against each other again in one more World Cup after this. Uh-huh. Ronaldo, Ronaldo would be thirty seven. He plays the type of game that if he just keeps up his kind of conditioning, he could probably age fairly well. And, and Messi at 36, playing the way that he plays with with that cerebralness mm. and that kind of, that almost sleight of hand, but with his feet, he could easily play at 36. I, I, could, see I, these, I could see these guys playing again in another World Cup. Tournament. I hope we get to see Messi in another World Cup. I really do. I hope we get to see them both in another yeah. World Cup. Yeah, Let's we move got, on. We got Messi versus Ronaldo time to spare. Yeah. Um, we're going to hit you guys with group E of this World Cup. We got in current first place, Serbia, former Yugoslavia. <laughs> Two, we got Brazil, la, 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 Brazil. You got Switzerland, <laughs> and in last place currently, Costa Rica, Pura Vida. KTC. I love it. <laughs> how do you see this one? Uh, I'm going with Brazil in, but you know what? Neymar's injured, hey. Yep. Is he injured? He is injured. He's not. He's not a hundred percent. If if he was if he was healthy, I would have said Brazil is the most complete team from Look, top to bottom. Looked pretty healthy to me in that first game. Well, he didn't show up to practice, and he was limping after the game. Well, uh, well, so hopefully touched. we can see. Hopefully There's we can no see him news, out there. But he's touched. Mm. Yeah. Something went, something happened wrong. Uh, I see Brazil coming out of this group on top. Easily. And second place, I want to see Costa Rica creep up. Yeah. But at this point, I'm, I'm thinking Switzerland, just by virtue of the result they got against Brazil, that's the qualifying point. Well, being the Mexican fan, who do you want to see in that group next? I want to see Switzerland, Serbia, or Costa Rica. And now the three, would, who I do you need? See, you know, 
Like, I would love for Brazil to just never play <laughs> against Mexico. But, um, no, Ser- of Serbia, Switzerland, Costa Rica, I would rather play Costa Rica. After that, Serbia and last Switzerland. But yeah. I'm, I'm fine with Switzerland if Mexico you plays know, the, a few things would have to happen, so I'm not sure how likely it is, but there still is a chance of Mexico playing Brazil right in the round of 16. Yes. Like it's it's almost yeah. a little bit more palatable to take it if you if you lose to them in the round of eight, yeah. but it, but in the round of 16, like that's heartbreaking, you know what I mean? So I, I, I that that could be interesting. Yeah. So coming out of this group, I see Brazil and Switzerland. Dan. Um. Yeah, you know what? I gotta go Brazil and Serbia, man. Like, like Kenton said earlier, uh, Mr. KTC over here with with the bold predictions. Serbia looks like one of the strongest teams so far in the tournament. Not that they are, but they've they've played a really strong game. So I I I like the way they look. I see them kind of. I see them having a, a a good game against Switzerland, and I think that's what probably puts them in. So they they could probably get through there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Serbia and Brazil. Costa Rica losing that first game is is tough. They have they have enough firepower to come back and 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 get one of those two spots. But I think they're gonna just fall just short. So this was the I'll, surprise I'll, team of last World Cup. And they were and they were fun to watch. They were so exciting. They were they were yeah. kind of yeah. It took and a lot of surprise. teams don't want to draw against them because of the goal that they have. Yep. Nobody wants to see Navas. Yeah. So, so that that's Group B. And now, guys, I'm going to take the lead with this one because this one's close to my heart. Group F, <laughs> you got number one by alphabetic order, I guess. Zviden. Number two, you got the Ay, 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 canta y no llores Porque cantando se alegran cielito lindo los corazones Mexico Reach. And number three, you got South Korea. Hamsanida, Namaseo. Hamsanida. Number four, you got the Mannschaft. Deutschland. Zedna Fisch. The Germans. The Germans. In last place, sorry about that. Scheiße. All right, guys, this one. Ah, let me just. <laughs> it's a beautiful sight yeah, for hey, you right listen, now. Just eh? take take a take a deep breath, and I'm I'm just gonna we're gonna give you the floor right now. <sighs> just to take it in, guys. Just say what you need to say. You know, the world doubted them. They doubted them. You doubted them. I doubted them. <laughs> you know, the coach that Mexico has, he's breaking a record: 49 games, not a single game with the same squad. He changes one thing about the team every time. He purposely hid the three strikers. They hadn't played together 15 games ago. So for the past year, he hid what he knew would be the starting attackers uh, against Germany. And if you watch that German Germany-Mexico game, you'll see the first 35 minutes, Germany doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Kadira, Kroos, you got two of the best midfielders in Europe. Bad defenders, though. Shitty defenders. Does he yeah. really change the lineup every single game? Not, yeah. yeah, he hasn't repeated a single lineup no in 50 way. games. That's unbelievable. I never knew that. Changes every so, like, single sometimes time. they're little Stra- small tweaks. Sometimes they're probably big shit. So, yeah, sometimes the striker's playing midfield. The midfielder's playing striker. Sometimes really? he's playing left. Sometimes he's playing right. He has not put a single same squad on like no squad has played twice. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's that's like, actually unbelievable. So this how, guy and, is and, the, and ma- the how, maestro. How, like how long is fifty games as a coach? Is that a couple years? That's four years. Holy shit! That's yeah. unbelievable, man. That's an unbelievable stat. Yeah. No, he's he's uh, 
He's a very formal, very educated man. Uh, Osorio is his last name. And Osorio. three points. I give these three points against Germany the, the, the title. They are the most important result Mexico has ever had in a World Cup. Ever. And it, ever. In and the sport. it's against the team they had never beat coming in as defending champions. What's so f- fuck yeah. Viva Mexico. They're going to the top, boys. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. What's the furthest they've made it in the World Cup? They have made it to, to eights when mm. it was hosted in Mexico in the 70s and mm. in 86. Mm. And back then, there weren't any 16s. So the quarterfinals. Fair enough. It was okay, the quarterfinals, well, well, listen, so but by design. There was no... Okay. But, they, but they've made it to the final eight. And yeah. this this win, the first win of the round robin, yeah. is the mo- biggest win in, in Mexican national history. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's fucking yeah. awesome, man. So, and awesome. for, for our listeners... You, you guys will know this, but another couple of neat little stats about this game. At minute 36, Mexican Institute of basically earthquake studies detected a, an artificial earthquake caused by the jumps of millions of Mexicans in Mexico City. So they had to actually tell people, hey, that wasn't <laughs> an earthquake. That was just people <laughs> celebrating the 1-0 by Jav, uh, what's his name? Chucky Lozano. El Chucky. <laughs> This kid, they call him El, El Chucky. Chucky. I'm just happy my boy Chicharito is still on the team, man. Dude, what a game. He played a huge he, game. He, he got the assist on that goal, yeah. and that was a huge game. So the people of Mexico literally shook the ground yep. yeah. on a seismic scale. That's great. They are insane right now. They had I their... Think pr- right now, Mexico is, is the most pumped-to-the-tits, jacked team. All this tournament, all the fans. I don't see any other fan... Being as jacked right now as yeah. Mexico, Jack. Mexico. Don't let it slip, man. Yeah. You guys still haven't done anything if, yet. If, it doesn't uh, mean shit, but guess what? They're jacked. If, yeah. If Vancouver is any indication, the Mexican fans are out in full force, yeah. and they want everyone to know it. Yeah. And I, and and you know what? I'm on the bandwagon, bro. Hell yeah! There's room for everybody, boys. I'm on. I was on. I was on the bandwagon, you know, before I started, you know, in in solidarity there with you, but like I am now. Waving a flag on the bandwagon and, yeah. and cheering, Hell yeah. putting on the uh, the red, white, and green. Can, on, can on they my go three zero? So yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, they're going three zero. Man, Sweden, you know, you guys, I don't see it. South Korea, I don't see it. You know, Sweden's got IKEA, South Korea's got Samsung. <laughs> Plenty of job opportunities for all these twenty-two players they brought. But you know, Mexico, I see Mexico coming up ahead, leader of the group, number two. Germany, they're, they're gonna, gonna pull. It, they're, yeah. gonna they're gonna pull gonna their shit together. They have to. The best football I've seen from this group, Mexico and their uh, three forwards: Carlos Vela, Chicharito, Irving Lozano, Hector Herrera. I mean, they just have a wealth of. Right now, fuck yeah, boys. Yeah. Viva Mexico. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm on board with the Mexico Mexico bandwagon as well. I'm taking them for a first place, for second place. I'm going with Sweden. Oh, Whoa. shit. Oh, shit. I think what happened to Spain in 2014 is going to happen to Germany in 2018. I think they're not going to qualify to the round of 16. I think the team right now is a little bit divided. They have some injured players on their end as well. And, like, why are you playing seven attackers, man? Yeah. Get some defenders out there. You have, you have a couple days to figure out your game left. But I have Sweden time, you guys. I have seen you guys beating South Korea, but... That won't be good enough for Germany to get to the second. Wow. Dan, anything more to add on that group? It's, in- it's interesting how, you know, Mexico potentially kind of suffering from the hangover 
is gonna fuck things up for Germany. Yeah, like, totally. You know what that I mean? Like that, that, that's yeah, that's a that that's a big win with major implications. Uh, I I gotta go Mexico Germany one two. You know, I, I just you have to give the benefit of the doubt to Germany. They're they're like a lot like a Spain in the sense that front to back like you know goalie to striker they are a complete team yeah, yeah and they've been together a while right so they're, they're gonna pull it out mexico you know what three of the biggest points in the country's history if not the, you know, yeah. the biggest like you said so they they're gonna ride that momentum into the knockout round when it, it, i could easily see i could i could easily see a mexico um brazil you know round of 16 game so you know hopefully that doesn't come to pass you know hopefully Hopefully the other group there uh, in in Group E can kind of face Mexico in that first game, and Mexico can get to the round of eight and have a fucking blockbuster, blockbuster of a game to play. Uh, yeah, Sweden, South Korea. Thanks for coming out, guys. But it's, it's <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and and Sweden has a chance because of those three points. Yeah. A big, they can, big, t- they big, can big tie Germany. Points. They could be they could be like uh, Iceland from from four years ago. Oh yeah. Um, or, or sorry, for, or for, from the Euro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like they could really make some noise. So that's gonna be fun to watch. Group G, I gotta be honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of, but it's it's intriguing. So Group I mean, I guess G, World Cup, we got number right one, it. Belgium. Number two, we got the land of England. England. Three, Tunisia. Number four, Panama. Yeah. So a lot of people call it Panama, but it Panama. Panama. <laughs> Well, I'll have to often say that on the next, you know, as I say every single time now. <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. the Panama manias. No, <laughs> uh, th- this group's done, man. Belgium, <laughs> Belgium, and it's settled. Right? It's settled. Belgium and England are going through. Panama, they Panama. Just, they just don't have enough. And 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 Tunisia. I mean, a- another you know, thanks for coming out, but totally. they should be, just be happy to be here. Belgium's got a strong squad, Hell deep yeah. deep squad. England. They're, they're exciting. They've got some young, exciting players on that squad. I think they could, you know, make things exciting. Maybe not go deep, but but those two are going to go through for sure. Belgium's the strongest of the bunch. They got a legitimate shot to go to the semis, maybe even the finals. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what? All the power to them. It'll be fun. And and, and you know what? And, and the reason being is because whoever gets out of Group H, uh, I, I could see Belgium and potentially England get, getting through anybody that comes out of that group. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's 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 a good path for both of them. Belgium's got great inertia. I see the best football coming from them. England, they always carry the weight of being favorites any yeah. tournament. Yeah. Euro, World Cup, England. Is They're England. not a favorite though. I think I think I think the the English or the Brits most in general just just want to well, the Engli- think that they're the, the English favorite. persona yeah, has a has yeah, a Toronto yeah, Maple Leaf. Yeah, it has thing. that arrogance about it. Yeah. Yeah, and and great, the, I'm not not shitting on it at it's all. It's the cradle of the sport yeah. and yeah. you know it has one of the best international leagues. The Oh yeah, the, the Premier League the is, Premier. is one of the leagues. And yeah. there's the, you know they got that eternal system of lob it in and head it in. Yeah. <laughs> which they love to play. So um, yeah, I just wanted to go they, back they to the last one, but I forgot there's a saying, there's a very famous saying about soccer. And it says soccer is a game played eleven against eleven in which usually Germany wins. <laughs> and that's just a go goes goes back to saying what we think will happen with group E. But group now e. back to G. Yep. Man, well, to finish that F, off, I F, group F. To finish that group off, F. though, man, Germany, I just think they're lacking the leadership right now. They don't truly have eleven guys on the field, and the coach right now is kind of playing out of his mind right now. And the leaders on that team is just the goalie right now, but he can't score. Yeah, well yeah. put, well put. And just to wrap her up, we got Group H, 
We got number one, Japan. Number two, Senegal. Number three, Poland Drobski. And number four, <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> I I had Poland going through on this group. That oh, seems yeah. a little bit far fetched right now, but my I thought my boy uh, Lewandowski was gonna do something in this tournament, but he was invisible in that game. Sure. He was completely invisible. Um, I'm still gonna take them to win the division or the group. Poland? Yeah. What? <laughs> nice. Okay. I'm, I'm going That's with some bold predictions. That is a bold prediction. Yeah. I'm going with my original pick. I'm going with Poland to win it, and I have Japan coming in second based Shit. on what I've seen on the second game or the first game. BB. This is the weakest group of the of the tournament. So I mean, you said I that know. twice. They are, no, no, no. I, I, I said in Group G uh, that, that that group is done. Not that they're the weakest group. This Group H is the weakest group. I mean, anybody who gets out of this, th- these these first two teams are getting knocked out in the in the round. of s- Whoever finishes first two, they're getting knocked out the next game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I, I had a lot of faith in Colombia. They didn't play well at all that first game. So, I, I, I think they can come back and sneak one of those two spots. I'm going to give them a little bit of faith. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, and I guess I got to go with Japan for the other one. But I think Damn. I think I think Colombia, I think Colombia comes back and 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 puts in a, a really good game against Poland and Senegal, and, and I think they I think they sneak in enough to get number two. And Japan just rides the coattails and makes makes number one, or number two. You never know. But yeah, whoever gets through these two, they're gonna get dumped. I'm gonna go with first place Senegal, second place Colombia. I somehow I think this Japanese mirage. Um, I don't think it'll hold, and I think Colombia's going to come back. Colombia's Colombia's stacked with talent. They didn't play like it, but they're stacked, so they they got to turn it around. I know Hamas comes off the bench, but man, that that guy is exciting to watch. I wonder why he's he's injured too. Oh, oh, so he he's only limited. He's only playing thirty minutes a game now. So that's it. That's, that's, that's the it. recap of, of, of each group of the World Cup. It's off to a good start. You things are, things are pumping. What are you guys' thoughts Sports on... Sports and more from the 604. What are you guys' thoughts on, on Russia being a host so far? Like I, I, On TV, you don't notice anything. I don't know what's going on you know, actually over there. But there was a lot of... There were a lot of complaints about Russia as a host before yeah. leading yeah. up to this, you know? There's complaints right now. They're running out of beer. Are they really? <laughs> that's a legitimate <laughs> complaint. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's real. That is real. If you run out of beer at the World Cup, like you're a fucking shit ho city. Yeah, <laughs> and they're in that uh, predicament right now. Wow. Yeah, I saw. You know, obviously, I'm following a lot of Mexicans um, in Russia right now. Um, oh hell yeah! They are. They've turned Russia into a local stadium for them. Uh, that's what they do everywhere, though. There's too many of them, but. Man, well, I was diving into this earlier. There, you, you guys can see Brazil in the semifinals. No, we can see them right away. We can see them in the in the sixth, in the yeah, in the eighths, and then again in semis. Yeah. Is that how the brackets work? Because yeah. I thought they cross on the second round. Depends. Dep- I guess it depends. Yeah, it's, Sorry, it's wait, a wait, little yeah. tricky. What's it's the question? A little tricky. So, so basically, save Mexico wins and Brazil wins. So then Mexico yeah. plays Serbia. Yes. Sweden plays. Yes. Uh, Brazil. Brazil. Yes. So then, if they win, I think th- the winner of this group has to cross over to, to no, either group no, no, or no. no I H. think so. It's designed so that you can never go, have a final go up to the against top. somebody you've played in your group. Right. So your group 
always ties back to you in the semi. Mm. So if you, let's say in Mexico's group, Mexico and Germany yeah. both pass and make it all the way up, they would need to meet again at the semifinals because mm. you won't have the final be a game you've already played. Okay, so then you guys will see Brazil then in the eights. Maybe. If like if Mexico's first, Brazil second. Then you see each other then right you away. see each other right away. If Brazil They're doesn't have Neymar... I might take a Neymar less Brazil before I take uh, Switzerland, but who knows? Because I guess so. Brazil, you know, the, in Brazil, the guy that bench warms for Messi, sorry for Neymar, still a fucking phenom. Yeah, he scored. Yeah, so you know, you got a lot that's going on right now. It's, it's so then really the road, the road <laughs> for Mexico now. Assuming that they're going to go three and zero and win the division, the group, I mean. Yep. So then they see Switzerland or Brazil. Switzerland. Let's let's just say it's Switzerland. Yeah. Then they'll see Brazil. No. No, you don't see th- you don't see that group again till the semis. So then you go against, for example, England. See, that's what I was saying. So yeah. the first road is going to be Switzerland. Then you do cross over with the yeah. other group. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's where I was going. So in quarters, likely going to see somebody like you'll England. see. England or Belgium or Colombia or Japan or right. Yeah. Like somebody from one of the other groups. And then for the semis comes back, and that's Brazil. When Brazil again or Germany. So yeah, yeah. Going back to what I said, so you guys will see Brazil in the semifinals. We're bound to, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's very likely. Word from our quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> I was I was just trying to look at what the bracket actually looks like. That's interesting. I th- I figured that the groups kind of stay fairly linear, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of make it all the way through. Yeah. No, but in the second round they kind of cross over with something else. But yeah. Mexico and Brazil semifinals. We're predicting it right here at S&M 604. 604, boys. Sports and more from the 604. We see it happening. Everybody, get on the bandwagon. Mexico, there's room for all. <laughs> all comers, man. And then can we see Mexico and France in the finals? I mean, you know, France. France will shake in, in their boots if that's what awaits them. I mean, holy shit. You just saw Look, all of Europe was afraid of Germany. You tell anybody about Germany, it's no, no. We they, did not. Everyone thought they were Germany. a well-oiled machine, right? Yeah. But yeah. what what were they faced with? You know, honestly, Mexico pressured them on the way out, and they forced the ball to Boateng. You watch that match again, and you see Boateng bringing the German team forward with the pressure of the Mexican forwards. Yeah. And Boateng is not a creative nothing. Boateng <laughs> is some big, tall dude. That's it. No, he can protect his own box. That's, that's all he it, can but that's do. That's it. He can't create. So why the hell was Germany's game plans like, we'll just use James and Boateng to defend the rest of you, just get out there and get a goal? Like, how the hell was that the strategy? Well, the I entire think, game. And they I didn't think even they just. assumed that Kadira and, and Tony Kroos would have a better grip of the midfield and they were just getting their lunch eaten. Yeah, but Kadira, Kadira back in his prime maybe would have held his own, but the guy's five years past his prime and Tony Cruz doesn't even know where his defenders are, but he knows where the attackers are. Honestly, man, uh, it's, a, it's a very difficult job to ask Joaquin Love, a uh, German coach, to scout Mexico when the fucking coach never uses the same squad and they basically played like shit all the way leading up. It couldn't have been better that you guys drew Germany first then. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. because The timing was perfect. You all come out fresh, and the game plan was a, was a well-kept secret. Like, yeah. like four just, years just in think, the making. Yeah, four years in the making. And, and one more thing I heard is Mexico is not the, like the, the locker room. 
Of course, the fans, including myself, were all nuts about this, but the locker room does not speak about Germany anymore. That's done. It's history. It's, mm. it's all done. Next opponent. Next opponent, right? And holy shit, imagine, you know, preparing for Germany for a year because we knew we were going to face Germany in the first game for what, like three, four months ago? Mm -hmm. And this coach, he knew what he was going to play and he hit it. Mm -hmm. And received all the criticism because I would, I would compare it to like, you know, the Raptors. Like if you got DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry and all of a sudden one month before a big tournament, the coach never puts them together. And every time one hits the court, he takes the other one out. Mm. So you never see them play and then come the come game day. Here we go. Both yeah. both are starting. There we go, buddy. Maybe the Raptors do need to take notes. Man, I can't talk about the Raptors. <laughs> the report just came out the other day that the Raptors are are trying to trade into the. They have no draft picks this year, first or second round. And the report is that they are trying to not only trade their way into the draft this year, but that they're trying to trade into a in, excuse me into a top ten pick. That's pathetic. Well, just think of. In the NBA, what you have to give up to get a top 10 pick, like that's that's some significant players going the other way for a player that you know maybe it pans out, maybe it doesn't. But you know you, you got to be thinking that if there's if there's fire to this smoke that is this trade rumor or this trading rumor to get into the draft, who would the Raptors have to trade away? It sounds like Demar Derozan might be a prime candidate for the chopping block. Because you got to give away a player like that to get a tenth overall pick. Who has a tenth pick right now? Uh, I don't know who has the actual tenth, but the report is that they're trying to get into the top ten. The tenth pick for number ten. Yeah. But that's the problem with the rap show. They they have to homegrown their players. No stars come to you guys. No stars. Stars have stayed in in the examples of Lowry and DeRozan, but but we don't exactly attract free agents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to blossom your own stars. 100%. Yeah. We'll, we'll save that for another pod. I think what's going to be really interesting is, is, is next week when we get together, the first round of the World Cup is going to be almost done in terms of like the round robin. There's going to be a lot of things determined, a lot of interesting things that could play out. Yeah. That's going to be a fun pod. Something I want to touch on, KTC, I want to get your thoughts on this as we just wrap it up. Little non-soccer, non-NBA tidbit. NHL awards are going on right now. As we speak, and I want to give you some early, I want to give you some early returns here, okay? Matthew Barzell wins the Calder. Easy, just hand it to him. Mm -hmm. I agree, hundred percent. Okay. Besser could have made it interesting if he would have played a full season, but yeah. I think I still think Barzell would have gotten it. Barzell had a couple games that were like five point fucking games or something like that. The guy's unreal. The guy's a star in the game. So there's that one. Next one. Victor Hedman wins the Norris. As the league's best defenseman. I think it's Drew Doughty. They should have won it this year? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a good pick. It's I, not the wrong pick, but it's not the wrong on a team on a on a team that good right now, I don't think anybody should be winning I individual awards. I would have given the nod to Hedman over Doughty this year, just in terms of kind of where they got their team. Tampa was a scary fucking team. On all sides of the ice, this throughout this whole year until they kind of fizzled out in the playoffs, but LA didn't even make it. So, uh, well, they or they swept. did, but they got fucking. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't really, really yeah. make it. You know. Okay, so that that, that that's that one. Uh, I, I guess one that carries. Was where you hear that? No. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> ah, lovely. There was one that was uh, one that was interesting here. I guess I don't know if it, it, it depends on how much you think it matters because it does come from the players. 
Connor McDavid wins the Ted Lindsay. The NHL's MVP as voted on by the players, not by the media. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, he's the only, he, he had the most points, right, on a shitty team. He had no backup. Sure. Yeah. Give him a me- – the Ted Lindsay is meaningless, though. It just means, though, that on every single night, Connor McDavid is just he produced. Ha- haunt, haunting players. He though, produced, Because yeah. they're, they, they're voting for him. So good for him on that one. Uh, and, and last one that has come out so far, I think the big ones of the night are still to come, but Anze Kopitar wins the Selkie. Oh, hands so down. King. Yeah, I think hands I think that down. one is well deserved. Is that his second one now? Yeah, that's his second one. Second one in the last yeah. three years. He he's gonna win the Selkie. He won't win the heart though. The heart's a two man race. Remember though, earlier on in the year, I'd say through the first maybe even three quarters of the year, he was in that conversation for the heart. Yeah, he, he was. He had I, a phenomenal. He season. he kind of drifted off to the tail end, whereas McKinnon and Hall kind of kept their pace going. So who wins the heart? That's a really tough question because there's good points to be made for both, but I think who, it's McKinnon. Who are the three finalists? It's McKinnon, Hall, and McDavid, right? No, um, Kopitar, not McDavid. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. And I'm going to give it to McKinnon by, like, the slightest little cunt hair. Taylor Hall, you can argue that he is going to win the heart because of the point differential that he had versus the second place on his team. Yeah. It was it was like a 35-40 point difference. Yeah. McKinnon though, you know what? He he showed he showed that the team's gonna be alright. I I think I think the edge I think the edge probably goes to McKinnon. But all three it, it gets an interesting heart race. Like it's not it's not the three that you would have thought of at the beginning of the year. Which is great. Which is awesome, yeah. I, I think it's awesome. I'm I'm gonna give the nod to, to McKinnon, but uh, I would love to see Kopitar win one. Yeah, yeah. let's see Hall win one uh, and fucking stick it to Edmonton. <laughs> man, Edmonton, you, you fucked up, man. You just gave away the freaking hard candidate. Oh, man. Uh, what's up, boys? Are we good? How are we all feeling about that one? Another pod is in the dust. One more in the dust, so boys. Lucky thank number, you for lucky number eleven. Tuning in for sports and more from the six oh four. Episode eight next week. We out. Peace. Viva Mexico, cabrón. <laughs>